ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's time again for another exciting episode of the Calvary Cast. I'm excited. You're excited? Good. Uh, Yeah, this is an exciting episode. We've got an exciting topic lined up for you with lots of exciting uh, guests and exciting... It's just going to be a great... It should be an exciting time. It's going to be an exciting episode, and so we're excited about that for you. I wonder if they're excited. I don't know. It's kind of a throwback to last week's podcast if people didn't get the reference there. So anyway, I am Graham. You are Jess. And we are here recording another podcast. We're a day late. And a dollar short. And a dollar short. As it goes. As it goes. You know what? We might just have to forgive ourselves for being late. Yeah. I just don't know if I can forgive myself. Well, maybe we should talk about that. Yeah, that's a good idea. That was the greatest radio segue in the history of the world. Yeah, especially because we, w- we weren't even planning on talking about forgiving yourself. We're just making a change last minute. That's true. Right. No, it's actually not true. Actually, it's not true. <laughs> we, we <should laughs> Now you got to forgive yourself for lying. Uh, yeah, we got to forgive ourselves. <laughs> I forgive you for lying because you just said it was true. Oh. But I you said, said was, that you were going to change right, the subject. So, so, I think yeah. we got to forgive each other plus ourselves. Yeah. Well, we will put an end to the banter there, and we will segue into our topic, because that's actually what we're going to talk about today, is this, uh, would you say it's a popular culture notion of forgiving yourself that has crept into the church at times, too? Yeah, it's popular, and it's widely just accepted as true. Yeah. I, it sounds I, I just noble. did a Google search on it, and I can oh, tell you, you that's true. What did Almighty Google tell you about that. Well, I'm saying just like if you Google forgiving yourself, there mm-hmm. are, you know, many Christian sites that will pop up. Really? Teaching you how to, you know, that you should. So it is is common. It is accepted yeah. as uh, Christian truth that we need to forgive ourselves. Hmm. But there's also plenty that rebuttals it on there, too. So if you search oh, okay. that, you'll find both. Okay. And I tried to sample each. Try to sample a little bit. Okay. Interesting. Well, yeah, we thought this would be an interesting topic. I And I, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not even sure why I was thinking about it and just how it is, is used. And I thought, that's something we could talk about that people probably haven't given a lot of thought to and why it yeah. might not be right the thing to do. So we're talking about forgiving your oneself. Yes. Okay. And the the... If you somebody might say, you know, uh, because of a sin I've committed in the past, I just can't forgive right. myself. So I need help forgiving myself. Right. And in in a good chunk of Christian counseling, not biblical counseling, mm-hmm. <laughs> which there shouldn't be a distinction, but in this case, I think there is. Mm-hmm. In Christian counseling, generally, there is that concept of forgiving sure. oneself yeah. and how important that is if you want to progress, m- progress and yeah. move on. Right. You know, and to defeat things like shame sure. and guilt in your life, you have to learn to forgive yourself. Okay. So, yeah, the idea then of forgiving yourself is connected to not being stuck in a certain way of thinking or patterns or or maybe a reason that you can't move forward is because you haven't done that. Right. Okay. Um, is that a biblical idea or not? Well, I think we're going to argue that it's not, right? Right. Because it's not in the Bible. Okay. So we should should we talk first about why maybe it would not be a biblical idea? That's a good idea. And then we could talk about what the Bible says to do with that. And yeah. ultimately the issue at hand. 
We should explain yet again why there is one more thing that Graham and Jess don't agree with in, in the uh, grand scheme of Christianity out there today. Oh, do we do a lot of these podcasts? <laughs> no, we really we're, don't. Where we're like hammering we, on things. I don't think we're hammering on I this. hope we're this not hammering. This is important, though, just to talk about, is this right. biblical, and should we be using this concept of forgiving ourselves? I think it's a good idea. Okay, so here's a couple of thoughts, and you can... Uh, Give me your thoughts on them. So the idea of forgiving yourself, I'm going to say, is rooted in pride. Okay. Because uh, it views yourself as the highest authority that has been offended. Yeah. Right? Uh, and and that's kind of a proud thing. Right. I've offended myself. Yeah. And even if the person would say, well, no, I, I know I've offended God mm-hmm. and I've offended other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and they may forgive me, but I don't forgive myself. I think there's pride in that because you're right. actually, you're not, right? You're not accepting the forgiveness that God gives you, or yeah. you're not believing, yeah, that of the for in the forgiveness that okay. he, he grants you, right? Right. So there's an element of even unbelief that could be creeping in there, right? Pride and unbelief. Um, the other time thing that I was thinking about too is oftentimes we use this where, or I've heard this people say I cannot forgive myself because I have failed my own standards and this mm-hmm. is kind of a, the other side of the coin right and again I think that the the problem there is pride and your standards are too low right right uh, and and so you're that, not living for your standards exactly anyway. a Christian lives right. for God's standards right right so it's and that's I think that's a biggest so as I think about this issue um, I think that, first of all, I don't think we need to forgive ourselves because that's Mm -hmm. not in the Bible. Right. If it were in the Bible, I'd say, yeah, I think we need to forgive ourselves because look at, Mm -hmm. you know, Ephesians, whatever it says to forgive. But that's not in the Bible. Right. And I think you're I think the biggest theological reason it's a problem is what you're hitting on. And you're making yourself the offended party. Right. Exactly. Because if somebody needs forgiveness. It's because they have offended yes. someone else. Right. So if I wrong you, right. I got to come to you and say, right. I'm sorry, and you've got to forgive me. Right. Well, it would be, it's ridiculous to think of ourselves doing that to ourselves. Right. Right. It's, we have offended, first of all, God mm-hmm. in our sin. Yep. And then secondarily, mm-hmm. we've offended someone else if right. we've sinned against someone right. else. The third thing I was thinking about is forgiving yourself an attempt to deny guilt. And by this, I mean um, you are an unjust judge, right? Uh, You're going to be much more lenient towards yourself in handing down a a guilty verdict, Mm -hmm. whereas God is a just and righteous judge. And so when we think that the, the only person that we need to seek forgiveness from as ourselves, mm-hmm. we know that, well, ultimately I will forgive myself in a sense, right? I'm going right. to kind of skirt around the issues and actually deny the, the, what the issue at hand, which is that I'm guilty before God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, so let's look at, let's, let's kind of talk about some of the things we just threw out there. Yep. Okay. And look <clears throat> at at least a couple of them from the biblical perspective. When we think about the fact that we have, we've sinned in some way, mm-hmm. Okay, and we're struggling with that. We're wrestling mm-hmm. with guilt. Because okay? that's ultimately what this is, right? Yeah, it's a struggle with guilt. And 
or shame yeah. uh, uh, um, of, of a particular sin, right? So we think about sin, we, we have to remember that it, it is God's law that's been broken. Mm-hmm. So, so that means, too, like when we've sinned, it's clearly we've done something or haven't, we've done something we shouldn't because God said we shouldn't do this, right. or we've not done something we should have done. We should have done. So the, a standard of God's right. has been broken. Right. And, you know, I, I think of, uh, and then also in addition to that, we've broken God's standards if we've wronged someone else. Okay. Right. Yep. But I, I thought of immediately as we, we were uh, talking about this the other day, of uh, uh, possibly talking about this on the podcast, of Psalm 51, where, of course, what had David done? He had committed adultery. He broke God's law, right, with Bathsheba. And then he um, lied, was deceptive. He had Uriah murdered. So he's sinning against peop- God and people here, right? right? And he begins Psalm 51, this, this psalm of confession. Um, he says, uh, verse 3, For I know my transgressions, and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. So David's understanding that even though he sinned against other people, that his the sin, the primary nature of his sin was against God, which is what all sin is. Right. Right. And um, and secondarily, then against people. So he knew uh, in, in that he had to go to God for mm-hmm. forgiveness. Mm-hmm. And um, you, you can actually see David wrestling in a lot of Psalms with his own sin, and nowhere do you have him right. wrestling with forgiving himself. Right. His forgiveness he always needs and the grace he always needs comes from God, mm-hmm. and so he's seeking God in that. And then we would say, too, in um, Colossians chapter 3, this idea that when we sin against one another— we have to extend forgiveness or or be forgiven by another. It says Colossians three thirteen, bearing with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. You see, as the Lord has forgiven you, so it's rooted in Christ. So you also must forgive. So there's this forgiveness, uh, mutual forgiveness of one another when there has been a wrong committed and a sin committed. And but those are the only two examples in Scripture we have of seeking forgiveness. Right, we've sinned against God and other people, mm-hmm. primarily against God, and then also against other people. And you're always seeking forgiveness from God or other people, but never from yourself. Okay. So when we, then I think when we're talking about forgiving ourselves. And people or people are using that language. They're mm-hmm. often connecting it with the feeling of guilt, right? And and I was reading R.C. Sproul's little booklet. What, I think it's called "What Do I Do with Guilt." Mm-hmm. I think it was called. Um, and he, well, for one, he defined guilt as, and I'll read what he said: "Guilt is that which a person incurs when he violates a law." Mm-hmm. Right. So when we sin and we realize, like just like Psalm fifty-one, we've sinned against God, we feel guilt. But yet, like sometimes we, there's there's um, an objective feeling of guilt, which is when we have actually violated God's law. But then there's also subjective feelings of guilt, which may not be a transgression of God's law. Mm-hmm. Something that may be imp- imposed upon us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Would that make sense? Yeah. So I think people, when we're dealing with or they're thinking about this term, 
or pondering the idea they need to forgive themselves or they just need to seek or they're feeling guilt, mm-hmm. uh, they need to evaluate why that might right. be. Yeah, because I think th- it's important that we talk about this because we're not trying to beat anybody up here. No. I know that what you're experiencing when you're feeling this guilt or shame from previous sin is very real. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, we're not, I'm not trying to heap more on you by saying, no. oh, it's theologically improper to forgive yourself or whatever. But you need to be able to biblically process what you're feeling. Well, I right? think, I, yeah, and I think the issue is, is if you're going to think that forgiving yourself is going to deal with the guilt and shame you're feeling, you're right. going to be pretty empty. Right. Because it's not, uh, it's not a, a full satisfaction. Yeah. Uh, just for clarification, what's the difference between guilt and shame? Do you have a good? Well, guilt would be, um, you know, the judicial mm-hmm. uh, I- idea of you've like R.C. Sproul had said, yeah. you you broke a law, right. And you're guilty. Mm-hmm. Um, you can feel that guilt, and that would be the to shame. Degree. Yeah, and that would well, shame might even be a little more. It, it, there's probably some nuance there mm-hmm. and different distinctions. Uh, shame is what you should feel mm. as a result of sin. Guilt is what you right. should feel too. But if we say we feel guilty, it means our our conscience is bothered, right? And um, and shame may, may even have reference to things being exposed by yeah. others. And well, I think about in the prophets uh, where the Lord uses language like you you were you had no shame. Right. And he's you, uh, like I'm thinking in Ezekiel 16 where he's talking about Israel's like a prostitute and they're laying around naked and they have no shame over their sin. Right. So there's no feeling of guilt and there's no or no realization of guilt. The objective reality of breaking God's law and no corresponding shame over the fact that they've done that. Yeah. But I think it's important for us to understand that when we feel guilt and shame for sin, that's an appropriate response. Right. But for the believer, we go to to God and we mm-hmm. look to Christ because he has made provision for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Remember, we've sinned against him. Mm-hmm. So that forgiveness is in Christ. Mm-hmm. It's once for all. Mm-hmm. Ephesians 1, we have redemption, the forgiveness right. of our sins. Now, your conscience still may bother you. Yeah. You still may feel some guilt and some things from that. But it's not your responsibility necessarily to e- eradicate that feeling from your heart. Mm. It's your responsibility to go to God right. and look to Christ and believe what God has done for you in him. Mm-hmm. Believe what God says that if you confess your sins, he is faithful and just to right. forgive right. and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You believe that, and then let the Holy Spirit, yeah, um, alleviate that, yeah, that guilt and shame. It's almost like Satan likes to dogpile on us, doesn't he? Like in the sense of you, you feel guilt and shame over sin, and he wants to almost use that to cause you to sin more. In the sense of like, you're right, God couldn't forgive you for that, and and you you know it gets us going in the wrong direction. Would that be? I think so. I think it makes it worse, doesn't it? Makes Especially it with with uh, chronic sins, right? Because once you feel that discouragement, the it just the keeps shame. going, and you're yeah. and then you're then you're stuck in that pit of despair, right? You almost give up. Yes, so a lot of times just give up, and and, and that, that. So that's where it's important to go back to the truths of the gospel, even though you don't feel that in reality. You feel right. the shame, you yep. feel the guilt. But yet you need to know the objective reality of forgiveness. Yeah. You need to just, you don't need to forgive yourself. You need to accept the forgiveness of the one you've sinned against. 
and you need to believe that and wait for the spirit to there is a there's a spiritual cleansing of yeah. our conscience mm-hmm. where um and this is spiritual this is the work of the spirit mm. applying the work of Christ to a person's heart mm-hmm. that alleviates that guilt and shame mm. but that but it comes through faith as mm. you're as you're just preaching to yourself yeah. and um it was in a different context this morning, but I was reading a little of Martin Lloyd-Jones out of his book, Spiritual Depression, and this idea that we as Christians must learn to talk to ourselves yep. more than we listen to ourselves. Yep. So he, he uses the expression of almost like taking yourself by the shirt mm. you know, or the collar, grabbing a hold of yourself and saying, I am forgiven in Christ. The sin was paid for. Yeah. I have nothing more to pay. You know, God has forgiven me, and you do that until, mm. uh, until the Spirit takes that truth and applies mm. it and washes it away. Yeah. It has nothing to do. Like you said it, you said it earlier. You forgiving yourself isn't really even a thing. First <laughs> yeah. of all, and secondly, is not going to help. No, because it, you have a far greater forgiveness. Yeah, who cares if you forgive yourself? Right. You've got forgiveness from God, and. Um, that is where that cleansing of the conscience is going to come from. Yeah. You're not higher than God, just as you began this. You're right. not higher than God, and um, and you have no you have no more right to uh, condemn yourself mm. than you do to forgive, forgive yourself. yourself. Yeah. You you can't justify yourself. Right. It you're Paul not the says, judge. That's right. God, Paul says it very clearly in Romans eight. It is God who justifies. Who's going to bring any charge against yeah. God's elect? Even you bringing a charge against yourself yeah. would be you setting yourself above God. Yeah. Right. So mm-hmm. we don't want to do that. We want to. It's much better news to just accept the forgiveness yeah. that God has given and wait for the Spirit to to wash away mm. the feelings. And that may be that may not be something that just happens one right. time. Right. It, depending on the nature of your sin that's bothering you and and for some some sins just really stick with them and mm-hmm. and um i've had people tell me things like obviously i wouldn't say anything but i'm just saying like they've told me things and to them this was so massive mm-hmm. like it just bothers them i'm like that doesn't that's not even you know but <laughs> right. look i right. get it you know yeah. that you're feeling like this is a big deal and 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 now but so do you see what i'm saying yeah. so we we trust we look to what god has done all the topic, uh, or all the conversation about forgiveness in the Bible, both Old and New Testament, yeah. is you've sinned against me, says God. I'm going to forgive you. I forgive you yep. through the means I've provided. Yeah. Uh, the sacrifice. Hmm. And, and in the New Testament, of course, that's Jesus. One other thought just to add to that, too, because you could add another element to this. If you think that you need to forgive yourself in order for God to forgive you, right, then you're adding something to the gospel now, right? That's the whole, like, yeah. oh, I got to clean my life up before I can come to Jesus. No, that that's not not true. That's right. And so you're missing, you're, you can almost be adding something to the gospel. And I'll just say, like, I think this, this conversation is good because it just reveals how quickly, um, how quickly like a cl- cliched thought can just mm. catch on and yep. become the norm. Yes. And so, like I said, I did a Google search and, and there was a counseling center on a Christian counseling center and gave, der- you know, instructions on how to forgive yourself and mm. why that's so important. Mm. Um, interestingly, no scripture was used because mm. there isn't any, <laughs> you can't, you can't really pull out scripture. Right. Forget, but but it's the idea that um, it just was just put forward like, well, of course. Yeah. And, you know, 
I remember this from well years years ago. Uh, I think I was a kid actually. Still, James Dobson hmm. actually made the comment about forgiving yourself really? on his um, radio show. Or radio something. show, and and somebody can feel free to correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think I I remember that, and even my pastor talking hmm. about it, and um, and so obviously it was already around yeah. at the time, and then just kind of goes on so whether james dobson would have agreed yeah. with that now or maybe it was just a comment yeah and maybe what he meant was you know uh trying to help somebody move past guilt and shame but give the benefit of the doubt there but the 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 term kind of yeah call it's been it around for a while became a thing we got to be discerning yeah, yeah we got to be discerning um one other thing that i want to address on this topic is can you feel uh, guilt and shame for things you should not feel guilty and shameful over. As in, like, what do you mean by that? Well, like, I think some. Um, let, oh, well, go ahead. Now, you, you have an idea what I'm getting at. I think so, but to give you an illustration, um, sometimes people will. I, I can remember one time in particular, uh, we were having like a Bible study discussion, and it wasn't. It wasn't a. It was just a conversation as a book discussion. And I remember a guy come up to me afterwards. And he apologized to me because he said he did not feel like he had given a thoughtful enough answer or prepared enough in advance for this open discussion about a book. Mm-hmm. And, I, and my response was like, you didn't sin against me. You know, it didn't offend me. Mm-hmm. But yet, in a sense, uh, he was feeling guilty mm-hmm. over that, like mm-hmm. he had committed a wrong. So my question, and and sometimes I think people have a really, you have a really sensitive conscience yeah. where you yeah. can feel guilty for things maybe you shouldn't feel guilty right, for. Right, um, So I, I think so, yeah. And I think that a, a lot of times that comes into play with um, relationships. Mm-hmm. I can I can recall specific things in the, in the past in my relationship, maybe you can too, where um, I was almost feeling, like I, I look back on it now and I'm like, I don't think I sinned in that or mm-hmm. what, do you see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it, at the time, like I was convinced that it was right. wrong or whatever that right. I did. Some of that's just maybe a weak conscience. Yeah. Uh, the other thing that I think about is in Romans 14, right? Whatever proceeds from faith, whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Right. And this is where I think, you know, you can have differing opinions on things. The Bible. So like I was reading Sproul and he was talking about this a little bit too. Like say alcohol, some mm-hmm. people are convinced they should not drink alcohol, and for them to do it be sin. Right. Whereas another Christian's not convinced the same way. We can both agree drunkenness is sin, right? Right. So there's a conviction in the conscience yeah. that for them to do so, something would be sin. So that's where I even thought, well, this young man that I referenced earlier, there could be an element where he thought, you know, like I need to be very diligent about my study and my answer and how mm-hmm. I participate in this, and I wasn't that way, so I did sin. Yeah. And so in that way he probably is feeling right guilt. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like you also need to step back. There is an objective standard of sin against God. Mm-hmm. And then there are, you know, sometimes <clears throat> maybe we, well, there can be cultural things that are placed upon us, mm-hmm. you know, church cultural ideas of this is sin, this is not sin. And those things can change over time. Yeah, absolutely. And so that's maybe where even you're saying things like, it, it, I can look back on situations where I thought I had sinned and then now be like, well, maybe I didn't. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. yeah. And and that could be just because you've come to understand Scripture better mm-hmm. or things like that. Yeah, I think so. So, yep. I don't know. 
that's my that's all the thoughts I think I have on that subject. That's all I'm gonna say about that. Is that a Forrest Gump line? Yeah, it was. Okay. It just came to me. I got that better than uh, you got my joke last week, the SNL skit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't it, because I had to look at it. Well, for well, never mind. Uh, well, no. When I looked up the skit, you were using the guy's name, yeah, who I, he was I portraying, and tell you the Walken. Yeah, Christopher, Christopher Walken. Walken. Yeah. Then I might have catch, but still, I pro- I had seen that skit, but I didn't remember it or anything. It was funny though. It was funny, at least to me. Maybe somebody else chuckled. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we have exhausted this topic. We hope it's been a helpful conversation for you as you think about your own, dealing with your own uh, guilt and shame and. Uh, the forgiveness that God has given. Uh, we love to hear from our listeners, even though we never do. But if we ever did, we'd love to hear from we you. We would love it. We would love it. Actually, we do. It just usually comes in the form of text messages. Mm-hmm. And people say, hey, I liked that or not. I don't or think not. I've ever had one say they didn't. Like we it. don't like it. We won't love it if they say they don't like it. If we're honest. If you were to write us, here's what we do. Send us a sarcastic hate mail. And we can read it on the podcast. As long as it's sarcastic and it's not... Yeah, not actual hate. <laughs> not going to hurt our feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, well, you could do that. Us. You could send it to thecalvarycast at gmail.com. Or if you're part of our church, you can just come up and talk to us. And then after you send that, you'll probably feel guilty. Ooh. And you may need to forgive yourself. <laughs> and we come full circle. Oh, man, this is too good. Well, all good things must come to an end. The Calvary Cast is a production of Calvary Bible Church. In Calvary, we exist for the glory of God, the good of his people, and the Great Commission. So until next time.